0: and uh just uh give me a a, just just go through your name and uh, where you're from just so i can get a little sound check on
1: okay uh yeah michael coleman from emeryville california okay bay area
0: gotcha gotcha perfect okay cool um ready yeah (laughs) cool Welcome back, everybody, on another episode of Dream Without Limits Radio. I have my good friend here, Michael Coleman, from Soundworks Collection. And we're about to have another great episode with you guys here on Dream Without Limits Radio. So, one, we just want to thank him and let him take the floor and kind of introduce himself.
1: Oh, thanks, Alex. It's great to uh, be a part of this series. I think the just the whole theme of your show is in line with exactly like the reason why I uh, – the type of work I do and why and how I started – uh, SoundWorks collection, and sh- you know, to give a short explanation of what it is, is basically uh, it's behind the scenes interviews, profiles, and interviews with, with composers and sound designers and mixers and 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 the creative teams that work um, on feature films and video games and music scores and also other pockets of entertainment um, and some of these high profile or even unknown projects. Just you know, a lot of stuff going on here in the U.S. and also uh, abroad, internationally.
0: Hey Mike, uh, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna uh, start over. Um, yeah. We can keep rolling, but I'm gonna start over. You know. Oh, okay. Kind of going through the internet is a little tough, but. We oh, is again. it breaking up? It was. It was breaking up just a little bit, so we'll run that back in.
1: Uh, do you want me? To, you know, I, <coughs> I'm wondering. I'm on a wireless here. I'm not sure if it's my end or your No, that's 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 huh?
0: good. That's not that's not a problem. Um, oh, okay. Just it was just that was just kind of rare. That just sure. was Happening just there. All right. So okay. We'll,
1: sure. No worries.
0: Cool. All right. Um, cool. Uh welcome back to another episode of Dream Without Limits Radio. It is your favorite host, Alexander here, and I'm with my good friend Michael Coleman from Soundworks Collection. Uh this young man is a dreamer and believer, and please believe he'll have a great message to share with you guys and we'll have him kind of take the floor and introduce himself and kind of let you let you all know what what is he doing to kinda impact the world. Uh go ahead.
1: Uh, oh thanks, Alex. Yeah, it's great to be on the show and um you know, I just think you know uh, the theme of of what you're doing is very much in line with uh, how I started and how I got going with the soundworks collection and, and just to give you the people an idea of what it is it's basically a online video um, documentary series profiling in teams and individuals around the world and in the u.s um, working on video games and future films and um, different pockets of music and audio and, and trying to Hopefully, show people a side of the industry, um, which I think is really interesting. A lot of people are interested in. It's just we don't have access to it, just because of the nature of of you know what a lot of the attention goes to our other pockets of you know actors and directors. Right. And so, um, yeah, my hope was just to kind of spotlight something which I personally was interested in, and, and I thought some other people might might be too.
0: Right, right. And uh, how long have you guys been running now?
1: Uh, officially launched the series uh, in 2009. I had been doing it for a few years before then, uh, working with Mix Magazine, but I was only covering Northern California, mainly Skywalker Sound, mm-hmm. um, and that was kind of me figuring out what works, what didn't work, and how to really navigate these types of stories. So,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Now, now. You you know the audience is probably still like SoundWorks Collection like who are you talking to so give them a little bit of your background and how you kind of you know how this world means so much more to you in in regards to you know your background and your profession.
1: Sure, I think like like a lot of people who get into either audio or film or editing or any of these kind of visual um, auditory types of creative fields people. I think see something. They watch a movie, they have a favorite C D or something that really grabs them at a young age and makes a, a big impact on them. And and then it's kind of like this continual search, um, trying to figure out what your what you know what it is that, you know, continues to bring the individual back. And for me it was um, movies and sound and, and just kind of the the bring the the I guess the visuals um, being married with the sound, there's interesting right. contrast, and and also there's just there's opportunities for a lot of creative, you know, imagination. And so for me, I had seen you know tons of, you know, of the movies of the '90s growing up, and and Jurassic Park really captured me. I'm sure like a lot of people, right, not right, not right. so much visually, but um, audio wise, I just right. loved what. Rydstrom, the sound designer, had done on it, and and I just kind of was trying to figure out like how is this possible? Like where did, where did he go to create you know these sounds for something which is not real, but yet right. we all think it is. So right. that was kind of the thread of it.
0: Okay, and then and then where where did you kind of learn your tricks or mm-hmm. your trades?
1: Yeah, I mean it was a process. It started you know being in middle school and high school of doing theater and 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 those types of like of like audio and just trying to get my my hands wet with anything that would give me any experience i mean i had no background no idea of even how or what signal flow was or <laughs> any any technical idea i remember one time i was I had to call a local sound company and be like, how do I get this monitor to work? I had no idea of like, oh, there's <laughs> there's an aux channel. I just remember just being dumbfounded by some of the basic things. But that was just where I was at. You know, this is like early, early in high school. But um, for me, it was a continual just like process of self-taught and reading books and even looking online. You know, this is like the beginning of Internet with AOL and right, just right. having – you know access to some websites but it was all still very new so it was a it was an easter egg hunt i would say for sure and, right. and just trying to figure out you know how i can make a living off of something which i really didn't quite figure out or define yet
0: right now with with soundworks you know it, it could be intimidating reaching out to the caliber of people that you're reaching yeah. out to on the regular so how do you how do you get the guts and the balls to say you know <laughs> what i'm gonna reach out to this big guy i may not be you know their ideal person but you know what sure. you know i'm gonna push i'm gonna push through and i'm gonna make that contact
1: i think part of it is just my own personal interest i'm, I'm just always looking to tell a story which I haven't told. I mean, it's kind of a selfish thing, but I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of myself first because what I'm interested in is you know, something that hopefully will relay in the story and ho- you know my curiosity will then be carried over into the final piece. So I'm trying yeah. to kind of peel back the layers of an onion here and try mm-hmm. to see how can I... I mean, every movie, not to simplify it, but every movie is similar in terms of the process. Everyone goes about it different ways and there's mm-hmm. different ingredients, you can say, involved. But ultimately... At the end of the day, everyone kind of ends up you know, in a computer, on a mixing board. There's right. the same kind of output that people go through this funnel, I guess you could say. so. But there's a lot of creative choices and a lot of really unique things that happen that usually become very transparent by the time it gets to those final stages. And so it's kind of rewinding a bit and saying, all right, what were you guys yeah. doing when you first found out about the film? What were you doing when you had this challenge of bringing... A character or an environment to life, and, mm. and being very curious about things which might be very obvious because you—it's the end result that most people experience. But now, let's go back and understand the thought process, and right. and, and that to me is where I get most interested.
0: Right now. You know, if if we pulled a company like Soundworks, you know, out of the ground, you know, who would miss you guys? You know, just thinking about how important you, you know, and this is... I don't very- know. I,
1: I, think, I, I, think of, I think of myself, once again, as mm-hmm. like the... I, I mean, I still have printouts of websites from right. different studios that I right. was like trying to find out about and, and DVD extras at the time or, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scene featurettes that... You know, to me, it's like I I think of myself like if I was that person in high school or middle school or college and I want to get into this. Like maybe just by seeing one of these videos and realizing, hey, there's people that are using the same tools or the same gear and microphones or computers, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the only difference is experience and creative choices. Mm -hmm. Then that would encourage me then to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to keep going and, and doing this. So for me... I always think of like I guess someone who was in my position when I was interested in getting into this type of work, and I right. feel very fortunate now that I get to hopefully share my own kind of curiosity with right. other people, and hopefully you know it will give them a sense of what the world is right. somewhat like, right. you know, for for these types of jobs. And,
0: and it's it's amazing to see because, like you said, just like me, you know, um, I'm, I'm a full sale graduate, and yep. for a full sale. I didn't know what was happening in in, in, the, in the back end of things, and for me, I loved Hans Zimmer, I loved John sure. Williams, and that's it. That's all I knew, you know. And I was the yeah. weirdo because I liked, <laughs> I liked the sound and the score, and everyone was like, "What? Like you didn't enjoy yeah. the movie?" I was like, "No, I like the score more though." And they're like, "The score? What's that?" You know. So how right. did you kind of deal with being a, a little bit of an oddball? Um, to maybe your friends and peers that were like, "Wait, you want to do audio engine, I mean know? the thing is
1: I feel like there 's always somebody who, you know that you know that is an audio person, whether they have their own music or they 're in a band or you mm-hmm. know whatever it is, someone who always has a camera around or or you know still or video and we all know those types of people it 's just a difference of like do they actually flip the switch and say, you know what i 'm going to make a living off of this, and I feel all like right. the ones even people I went to school with, you know, I, I think it's like a, it's a, you can flip a coin and, and it's a 50 50 chance of saying that someone's going to actually pursue it mm-hmm. after going to, you know, a four year college, community college, a technical program, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that just comes down to perseverance and, and not, you know, saying that, you know, it's not a possibility because a lot of times the biggest reason why people aren't able to do this type of stuff is just because they, Maybe they're not as passionate or committed as they thought they were going right. to be. Whatever it is, I think that's a big, that's a big factor of, now, of any of these.
0: Now, how do you keep igniting your passion, you know, for your craft and keep pushing for it?
1: It's a challenge because I, I mean, I just came up now onto ten years. I mean, I graduated in two thousand three, and it's been over ten years. And you know, like I, 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 I'm now asking myself, what is it gonna, that's going to get me through the next ten years? And I don't feel like it's going to be complicated, but at a certain point, you, there's a sense of plateauing or mm-hmm. um i mean I, I feel really honored to have the opportunities that i have and I, I don't take any of them for granted and i re- i can recognize that like all all the hard work does pay off but you know there's only so many times that you can shoot a certain type of video or tell right. a certain type of story and so it's my own personal challenge to say all right what is it that maybe is within the same wheelhouse of what i enjoy but you know, that's going to be different and new and get you a little scared and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, make you really dig in and, and, you know, keep you up all night working on projects. And so for me, that now is like producing and directing a a long form feature music documentary. So it's taking what I do currently of Soundworks Collection, which is like 10 to 12, 13 or so minutes, but then making it into a much longer story. So, and that's, you know that keeps me up at night. <laughs> at night. I think about it every day, and and that's good. That means you know it's like there's challenges here that you know are are healthy and good, and that's that's what I want to kind of pursue.
0: Right now, for your company and for yourself, you know, what does yeah. a, a quote like "dream without limits" or "dreaming without limits" mean to you guys?
1: Uh, I think a big part of it's just not getting caught up in the fear of. I think a lot of times it's really easy to get get scared of what could or could not happen. And, right. And, right. you know, of you know, like when you're asking, like, what it's like to talk with these people. And the reality is, is, well, the worst thing they could do is say no. And that's usually not the <laughs> case. But, but the reality is it's, it's not as bad once you realize yeah. that, like, it's just a matter of kind of pushing yourself off the edge mm-hmm. in, in a way that makes, you know, sense for what you're trying to do. And for me, what makes sense is, being very real realistic with my expectations of you know while it's great to be prepared there's also a great balance of not being prepared and going in expecting um to kind of improv right. conversations and just have a conversation and not structure it in such a way that it's you know going to be so stiff or you know exactly what you're going to get because that's not when I guess a lot of people find that you get the most interesting types of conversations. A lot of times, when I do these, you know, it's it's me just saying to them, like, "What do you want to talk about?" Like, right, right. I might have some kind of questions, but like, what do you think is going to be the most interesting thing for the audience and for you, and and, and opening, making it more of a collaboration. It's not just a reporter right. asking questions, and it's it's a dialogue. Gotcha. So
0: now, now, who's been your most interesting person so far to have uh, brought onto yeah. your your platform?
1: Um. I mean, most recently, I really enjoyed talking with director Wally Fisher, who he's also a DP and he works with Christopher Nolan. And for me, mm-hmm. kind of with a similar background where it's someone who I'm really visually, I mean, I'm grounded in the visual world, but yet mm-hmm. auditory is kind of the second where I fall next. And talking with him was really great because it's like I, I was wanting to geek out on shooting and his like he did Moneyball and I I just remember watching Moneyball and being really striked, being really blown away by just how natural and and how – and I remember talking with him about these things and, you know, it was really – it's really priceless to talk with the people that then inspire, you know, are returning that and inspiring you and, and, you know, it was really – for me, it was like a really meaningful conversation because, you know, it's not the level of director or like Starstruck of like a Spielberg or George Lucas or mm-hmm, Coppola. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had opportunities to talk with all these guys. And while that's just amazing, and you know, there's only <laughs> so many handfuls of those monster directors out there that we all know, um, I don't know, it was, it was really great to talk with a director that you know he's visually just so strong, yet he has a great appreciation. He's a musician, and and so for me recently, that was really great. And then, you know, I love talking with composers, and um, Michael Giacchino has always been really um, just great with allowing me. to. I I shot a great profile with his conductor, Tim Simonek, on the stage, the scoring stage at Fox for um, for the last Star Trek movie. And so stuff like that to me is like when I think – the directors and composers and all the folks and even the sound teams are, you know, just so happy to have you there and share mm-hmm. with you these stories. You know, at that point, I feel like that's that's what I'm happiest right. about, like right. to talk with these guys.
0: No, that's awesome. Now, what do you think? has been the biggest thing you've learned from the, all of that you've done, and and from 2009. You know, what's the, yeah. what do you think has been the biggest thing you've learned in this process?
1: Um well i well i think the industry is at, at least at that level in terms of like you know you might, let's say it's 5% of mm-hmm. out of all the folks who are working in hollywood and you know there's this 5% that are working on the feature films or the big video game titles it really still comes down to being obviously like you, you have your chops you know the software but really being a person and really and because you are working with these teams or individuals for long hours, long days, months on end, um, that it comes back to the personality of the individual that really makes a difference. And so, being very comfortable with yourself and being personable and having that in the back of your mind when walking into these situations, I think is really important. And that's to me, you know, whether I'm talking with a newcomer and someone who's. Working on their first feature film, or someone you know, who's like a multi-winning Oscar um, sound designer a mixer, or composer, or whatever. It's like they're they're all. I think the commonality is that they're all they have a good understanding that it comes down to the people and, and being very human. And I think that's you know, a lot of people say it, but that's what I really see come through most of the time awesome. is stuff like that. I mean, yeah. even like like Hans Zimmer is one of the most amazing, <laughs> so warm. To talk to and so friendly and and um, everything that you would probably expect, right. and then when it, when it really happens, you're like, "Oh, he's such a cool guy! How is this possible?" And it's right. just because that's his, that's who he is and who he's chosen to be. So that's that's great.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, you know, anyone you want to thank for for helping you get to this point and where you are, because obviously you know that you couldn't do it without you know. Oh sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, though,
1: when I was first doing it here in the Bay Area, I was working with Mix Magazine, and, and that was fantastic for me because it, Tom Kenny, the editor, was a huge cheerleader and, and gave me a Rolodex for all the LA studios, all the post-production supervisors and heads and said, hey, like, you know, yeah, use my name, give these guys a call. And that's how it started the first year for Oscar season when we, we started profiling mm-hmm. films. And so Tom was phenomenal. He, we still continue to be good friends and um, he's a mentor to me just because his background is in print and he does a phenomenal job of you know, like what I was talking about, fostering relationships in the industry, and you start to realize it's, you know, you could probably get everybody in the industry in a conference hall. Like it's not as big as you think. It's a very small community. Right, right. And, you know, hundreds of people, if not thousands, and and everyone's very even more connected now. So, um, Tom was great, and I think any of the other publicists and you know supervisors and other folks that I talk with on a weekly basis. You know, it's like the publicists are the chain between the press and um the talent for a lot of these things. And so mm-hmm. it's 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 like being patient and, and realizing that you know, what what they're up against and their deadlines and their pressures and being just very patient and uh trying to understand what their jobs are like and awesome. not just not just thinking like this is what I need. Right, right, right. You know, it's it's a two way street. So
0: Now, uh, what's up next for Soundworks?
1: Um, Working on a website redesign, just because there's always a balance of editorial, um, of print editorial, which is kind of as a news aggregate, and also video content. Um, So we're doing a redesign and a new video series, which um, is called Artists in Resonance, which is um, a performance aspect of focusing on the music side, of working with uh, musicians that work in... Instruments that they've either made or, or very unique. Um, one is like this guy, Mark Duchetz. Um, if I can put that, his last name, is correct. Okay. Uh, he plays this thing called a Bazantar, It's like a cello meets sitar, and mm. um, uh, there's just a handful of musicians and instruments that we found. That, and the goal is to take these. Um, instruments and into ambient spaces and record them both video and audio and and have an opportunity for people to hear what it sounds like in different spaces and learn about the instruments and just kind of expose people to different types of performers and musicians. So that's something that will hopefully be coming out soon. Um, And then also just doing a um, kind of like this, just doing like audio podcast, you know, continuing to, um, while it's great to do short form content. Uh, just, just great value in doing longer form stuff, and so trying to marry what we already do and 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 try to f- figure out a way to continue to produce you right. know interesting stuff that people want to watch and listen to. So
0: nice. Uh, uh, do you get any sleep?
1: <laughs> I do. I feel like I get more than enough sleep. I mean, it's like a it's the type of thing that for me personally, it keeps you up at night. But mm-hmm. it's a constant battle. It's like I'm I'm never. Kind of satisfied just because i know that there's there's always so many projects going on and trying to keep up with what everyone's doing and um trying to think of you know folks like you and others who have followed the series for a long time and try to share something that's a little different hopefully so um right yeah so now, it's, it's,
0: now um any uh last words or, or advice that you'd want to give you know the the audio engineers or the film guys yeah. that might be tuned in and you know just to just to say, hey, you know where I was yeah. way back when, like I wouldn't have imagined this now, so any advice for them
1: um it's the pers- it's the mixture of persistence with just fearlessness, and it's simple for me to say, but that's kind of what's gone me through i mean really i mean i, I i've had I've had some great war stories of having to get my videos approved by directors mm-hmm. and you know heads of studios and While that might sound like really exciting, it's also very, um, you have to, it's just being patient, you have to be patient. And and it's the type of thing it's like, well, if you're interviewing for a job, and what is it that you know to me, like that, what really comes across is showing that you are interested is that persistence, not nagging, but just sharing with them. You know, a lot of people do email, email me and say, Hey, I'd love to work with you, and it's like, that's great, but. I don't have a need right now but get back in touch with me a lot right. of times. It's like when I do have a need it's hard because a lot of times you know they're just not around anymore mm-hmm. or they're not interested or for whatever reason. So I think persistence if there's a specific thing you're going after just stick with it. It's like the Soundworks collection started it just as an idea with myself and a buddy and very grassroots and putting it online, and you know, with no expectation, realizing that there is a demand and a need for this type of content, and there are people out there that have similar interest. And so, not really knowing how big it was, just you know, something that was a um, kind of a side project turned very much into a full-time, nice, you know, great opportunity, which was never expected. But it's great to kind of be in this place now where people are <laughs> constantly look. Yeah. They're they're looking they're looking to you as an expert, which is right. like I'm. I, I mean, I've been exposed to a lot of great things, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm I, I'm you know feeling my way through it just as much as everyone else.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, where can they reach you? Where can they you know check out the site? They've been hearing SoundWorks sure. Collection. I'm sure somebody's still like, what's going on over here? Yeah. So <laughs> the
1: video series. Um, it's SoundWorksCollection.com um you can check it out on apple itunes for a video podcast or if you have a roku device um, everything's up on roku which is great um so you can watch it at home um and then
0: any social media handles anything like that
1: Yeah, um twitter and facebook um twitter i think it's soundworks video okay um and then yeah just search for soundworks collection and i'm sure you'll stumble across something that we've done
0: Awesome, awesome man. And you know, I wanna thank you for coming on and spending this time with me, man. They're much appreciative and we love the work that you're doing. And honestly, I mean, it is the platform for dreamers. Every time you watch an episode, for those who don't know when you get on, it's it's literally stepping into a dream world every time. And it's inspired me to do some stuff, even create this podcast here, you know. So Great. watching watching other innovators and you know what? I can do it too, you know, and I can, you know, I can step out and I can be, you know, I can dare to be different. So, you know, thank you guys because you guys are, you guys renew my passion, and I get to see people who, you know, I just saw names, but not like you said. Now I can learn how to pronounce them. That's what it's all
1: about. So it's returning the favor.
0: Hey, and for all of our our dreamers and believers that are listening, you know, we want to thank you guys for you know tuning in with us for another great episode. And hey, you know, you guys, you know, you heard it here. You know, patience. You know being fearless is, is this is we're not teaching you anything as I say on many of our podcasts we're reminding you so if you guys haven't been fearless about your dreams or your goals please 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 you know we're products of it both you know we step out take a leap you know that side project that you keep winking around might end up being your 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 calling and your true your true purpose um so once again thank you
1: thanks man I really appreciate it Alex
0: and, yeah, for all of our fans, please let us know how this episode impacted you or how you feel about it, and, you know, let us know what you're going to start doing next or how are you dreaming without limits and changing the world, or, hey, what, what, what's the next step for you? So, please, we, we appreciate you guys. Uh, feedback is welcome, and we only hope to get better for for the, the, the podcast universe, if you will. So, uh, another episode of Dream Without Limits, and that's it, guys. You have a good one and a safe one.